Welcome to Sports BKC, presented by Big O Tires, the Kansas City Star's daily sports podcast. It's Wednesday, January 15th, and I'm your host, Blair Kirkhoff. AFC Championship Game Week is back in Kansas City, and today the Chiefs talked about the game, their opponent, the Tennessee Titans, their experience from playing in last year's AFC title game, and much more. You'll get perspective from several players, along with coach Andy Reid. In our first segment, you'll hear the entirety of the news conference involving the team's two leaders, quarterback Patrick Mahomes and safety Taran Matthew. Early on, the star Sam McDowell asked Mahomes about firing up the team after the Chiefs had fallen behind to the Houston Texans 24-0 last week. The Chiefs took Mahomes' message to heart, but what made Mahomes do what he did? He answers that question. Matthew was asked a few times about being on the big stage and a little over halfway through his interview session, he provided some insight about his previous team, the Arizona Cardinals, reaching a conference championship game, him not being able to participate because of an injury and how heartbroken he was over that. After a break, you'll hear from Andy Reid, linebacker Anthony Hitchens, and offensive tackle Mitchell Schwartz. But first, here's Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I think uh, the biggest thing is just dealing with adversity. Uh, when you when you're playing in these type of football games, not everything's gonna be gonna be great. You're not gonna get everything the exact way you want it, but uh, you have to find a way to find a way to win, find a way to fight. And I felt like this last game definitely prepared us with being down 24-0 of just finding a way to to come out on, on top in the end. Patrick, your teammates talked a lot about that speech you gave at the end of the first quarter, but they relied on that. But I'm wondering what you relied on. Give that speech, and obviously, you know, is anyone talking to you in those moments? Yeah, I mean, people, we all kind of communicate with each other. I think that's the great thing about this team is I'm not the only leader on this team. There's leaders all across the board, every single position group, uh, all around the team, offense, defense, and special teams. Uh, But uh, what I rely on is just going out there and competing. Uh, No matter what the score is, winning or losing, I'm going to give my best effort on every single play. Uh, That's how I've been. That's how I was raised, and uh, that's how this team kind of flows. What prompted you to? I just wanted to make sure everybody was still in the, the, the right mindset. Um, with everything that had happened at the beginning of the game, I, felt, I, feel, I still felt like we were doing good things. We just weren't executing at a high enough level. Uh, so I just wanted to make sure that I kind of went to those guys and let them know that. And uh, I think that just comes with just knowing, knowing your teammates, knowing uh, what, how the game's going and uh, knowing how to get back on, that, on it and get back to where you, where you need to be at. Physically, how would you compare how you feel right now versus what you felt against the Titans back in the yeah, I mean, definitely more comfortable. I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, being that first game back off of the injury, uh, you don't know exactly what to expect. You trust the trainers. You trust all the doctors who, who say you're good to go, but you still don't know. You haven't ran at that speed with the pads on and game speed. Uh, so definitely feel more comfortable now kind of having the games under my belt and uh, been lucky enough to have been healthy uh, late this late in the season. Now you're back at the weekend of the AFC Championship. What is your kind of feeling and anything you're trying to do differently going into this one from last season since that was your first experience coming down one way this Yeah, I think just trying to prepare for everything. I think that's a big thing. Uh, last year, uh, they, they caught us a little off guard with the coverages that they played at the beginning of the game. And we made adjustments and were able to score points uh, later in the game. But you want to make sure that you're that you're just preparing for everything. You know that this is a good defense. Uh, they do a, do a lot of different things, play a lot of man, they play a lot of zone. And so you know that they're going to throw uh, different coverages out there against you. And so just trying to prepare yourself for whatever whatever their game plan is and trying to adjust as quickly as possible. Patrick, what sort of difference do you think Tyron has made in, in his presence just with the team and in the, in the room as opposed to necessarily uh, you know, his, his great play? What, 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 
Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a natural-born leader. I mean, that's just who he is. Uh, he doesn't have to do anything other than be himself. Uh, he, he goes out there every single day, and, and just by his attitude, his mindset, he's, he's leading other guys. And I think that, that that's huge when you have guys like that around the team. And, uh, I mean, obviously his play speaks for itself, but the way he's able to just every single day be great, uh, I mean, it, it really does uh, spread throughout the team. When you say be himself, can you just elaborate on that? What, what, what do you see in him, the, the traits that make him himself? I mean, you see it in practice every single day. I mean, y'all see the, how he acts and how he's how energized and, and how he, he's really uh, going as hard as he can every single play. He does that exact same stuff at practice. And it's, it's funny to watch. At the same time, it inspires you to be great every single day, every single play, and that's just the, the type of guy that he is. Do you compete with him that way in terms of uh, trying to have that kind of energy and bring that to yeah, I mean, I, I always try to uh, do bring energy to practice and do those things. But I think the best thing about this team is that everybody does that. And, and if someone is not having the best day, we pick each other up and, and go out there and, and, and use each, feed off each other's energy. And so I think that it, it's great to have guys like that all throughout the team. After last year's title game, uh, Travis revealed that maybe you guys weren't necessarily ready for the physicality of what the Patriots brought. Different team this year. What can you do to ensure, okay, we're going to be prepared? Yeah, I mean, obviously, kind of like I said earlier, I mean, you have to be prepared for everything. I mean, the Titans are a physical team. They're a team that's going to get up and challenge you uh, at every every aspect of the game, uh, offense, defense, and special teams. And so we understand that, and uh, we understand that it's going to be a great challenge, but we're just going to prepare ourselves to to be ready for whatever's out there and execute our game plan at a high enough level. And regarding leaving the pocket, I mean, you just seem like you're, you're back to where you were probably going into week one. I know there were some different injuries where you might have gotten more tentative. Are you 100% where you were mentally, willingness to, to go and get to the yard if you need to? Yeah, you have to be. I mean, when, whenever you're in the playoffs playing against these teams, these defenses that, that, are, that, are, that are great defenses, you have to be able to use everything that you can. And uh, that, if that calls for me scrambling, I'm going to do that. If it calls for me sitting in the pocket and making the throw, I'm going to do that. And I think that's the, the great thing about football is every game is different. You're going to have a, a different things you can do one game, you can't do another game. And so last week it called for me to scramble, and now this week we'll see what what, what it takes to win. Patrick, this is the last weeks ago that, you know, one of the things that you really worked on was maybe not going for the home run all the time, that there's something else you can take. This game, you, you – you took off Rand. Was that an example of, of maybe taking instead of trying to force one down the field? And, and is that something you had to kind of check yourself? With all that emotion, and you're pumped up and you're pumping your fist and talking to your teammates, did you have to remind yourself that maybe the home run would get you in trouble? Yeah, I mean, I think I just I've, I, just understanding Coach Reed's game plan and knowing that the, 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 the big plays are going to come and he's going to dial up the plays where you can take the shots. Uh, I think that having that experience more and more games that I really understand that more now, and know that uh, I'll, I'll obviously want to want to go for the big shot with all the speed and, and playmakers we have on the field, but just let it come to you and not try to force it. Couple Patrick, more guys. Patrick, talk tomorrow. So we have two more. Patrick. Uh, Patrick, the last last game you all lost was against the Titans. What have you seen on film that makes both teams better than uh, the last time you all played? Yeah, I think uh, I mean with the Titans, I mean the the, the physicality, uh, the the t- determination that they play with, offensive, defense, and special teams. I mean they really they're going to get after it every single play. They're going to fight for every single yard. Uh, their defense is going to fly around to the ball. They'll they'll chase down a runner if he breaks. They're not going to give up on anything. Uh, so I think the biggest thing is just trying to match that, trying to go out there and uh, give everything you have to in order to go out there and play a good football game and and try to come out with the victory. What did you all learn from that loss? Yeah, I mean, obviously that, that they're going to fight to the end. I mean, that was the, the first thing. I mean, being up uh, two scores late in the game like that, usually you, you're kind of you're good to go and you can kind of just run out the clock. But knowing this team and 
their coaching staff and their players, they're going to fight to the very end no matter what. That was Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Here's safety Teran Matthew, who spoke to the magnitude of the game. Still early in the week, but, you know, a great opportunity to, you know, obviously play in front of Kansas City and play in front of the world. And to be on this stage, um, I think it's everything you work for, uh, especially myself, uh, being in my seventh year, uh, going through what I've gone through early in my career. Um, you know, uh, to be in this position, uh, it's a blessing. Can you find yourself, like, staying up late at night, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> I can't see knowing the game that I got coming up this Sunday? Probably not 2 o'clock, but, you know, I'm, I'm, up, I'm up late at night right before I go to bed. I'm, I'm visualizing plays um, that need to be made. Um, I'm thinking about, you know, what do, what, what do the Titans like to do? You know, what's their favorite route concepts? Um, so uh, I'm visualizing myself Sunday, you know, being a guy that can help my team. Tyron, I want to talk to you about tackling a lot of different people. Uh, you know, Derrick Henry's kind of a different beast than maybe mm-hmm. anybody else in the NFL. Yeah, man. Um, you know, they, they're so big up front. I think their offensive line is, you know, really underrated. Um, you know, they're mean, they're nasty. Um, you know, they believe in themselves. They play together. Um, and, and I think that ultimately they believe in the guy behind them. Um, I think Henry, you know, obviously put together a, a great season. Um, you know, done a lot of great things for his team and they're really leaning on him. And I think the mentality is, you know, somebody's going to have to stop him. Um, somebody's going to have to make a tackle on him um, if we want to get to Miami. So, um, you know, uh, it's one goal, one objective uh, to, to win the game. But uh, in order to do that, we know we got we to gotta slow down on 22, no doubt. When you guys played them, he ran for 188 yards. How do you feel your run defense as a unit has improved from that time? Yeah, I mean, like I said, he, he's a great back. Uh, it's hard to kind of keep those guys bottled up all game. Um, I think the most important thing is, you know, we got to finish the game strong. Um, you know, if you watch a lot of Derrick Henry, um, he gets stronger as the game goes on. Um, the, his first halves, they aren't that great. Um, but second half football, he takes off. So, um, you know, we got we to gotta be well-rested, hydrated um, in order to, to kind of finish, finish, finish the game, um, you know, really try to compete against him and slow him down when it matters the most in a four-quarter, four-minute drive, six-minute drive, seven minutes left. I remember last time we played him, it was nine minutes on the clock. They were down by nine, and they kept feeding him the ball. So, uh, you know, uh, you, you know that they believe in him. So, Does he become more effective late because – He's more de- runs in a more determined fashion, or do defenders become wary of tackling or physically tired as they challenge him? I think it's a combination of both. You know, like I mentioned. Um you know, even when they're down, they're still feeding him the ball. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, playing basketball and your coach tell you, keep shooting. And so you build that confidence. You you know that your team believes in you. And I think that's the kind of confidence they're playing with. I think that's what they're, you know, looking forward to. Um, and um, it's been working well for them. Tyron, we, we see a lot of uh, the X's and O's, maybe the implements, but personality-wise, what's his yeah, man, um, you know, he's a Christian man, um, a lot of faith, um, you know, he's a believer, and uh, I think ultimately he believes in us, you know, uh, I remember earlier instances in the season where, you know, we weren't necessarily playing well, um, he continued to be positive, um, obviously he detailed things uh, much more, um, but I think he's always been about us, he's always been about his group, and I think he has a I think he has a good feel for putting his guys in, in, in good positions and, you know, positions that favor their abilities the best. So the last week's game was uh, 
when they first expended playing time without Mark Thornhill. How, how do you feel like you guys adjust without him? And in his absence, maybe didn't have anything to do with that first touchdown that Houston scored the other day? Well, I probably probably wouldn't say that. Um, just just really miscommunication on on our part. Um, but uh, I think no doubt we missed him. You know, uh, made a lot of splash plays for us. Um, so uh, obviously, Dan, I have to step up again. Uh, I thought he played well last week. And um, you know, anybody that's filling in for him, um, uh, just just understand that you know you're replacing a guy that that made a lot of plays. So uh, I think it's important to kind of keep that in your mind going forward, knowing that you know your team needs you because. You know, we counted on Juan, you know, a whole lot th throughout the regular season. Back in 15, you got hurt at the end of the year and the team made the, the championship game. What was that experience like having to watch that and not being able to be, able to be a part of it? And does that make you, like, maybe yeah, man, uh, I think back in 15, um, you know, being a part of that team and obviously not being able to finish, um, you know, it was devastating for me. Uh, you know, I really felt like, you know, I was a part of that team and, you know, I, I, I had a certain identity within that team and uh, to not be out there, uh, you can kind of, you can see it affect your team in a, in a sense. Um, but I think now, man, I'm, I'm, I'm so blessed, so fortunate to uh, be healthy, um, to, to, to be around people that, that, that believe in me. Um, and I think ultimately all those things uh, has really helped me kind of take a step back, reflect on this week, and, you know, be grateful um, of the position that I'm in right now. Right, first day stopping their run. What about A.J. Brown? He was super explosive all year. How much attention does he demand from you guys? Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, he's a rookie, but he's a great receiver. Uh, I think he has a lot of potential. Obviously, uh, his, his production speaks for itself. I think the most important thing with him is when he catches the ball, tackle him. Uh, he's one of those guys, when he gets his hands, hands on a ball, um, he can make a lot of people miss. So uh, I think that's the part of his game that, that really separates him from, from, from most rookies and, and most wide receivers in the league. Sorry, when you come off a game like a game you've guys had, to win it the way you did, you're down, to have the leadership step up and then to just totally turn the tables and have the victory 20 points, how does that help you prepare you for the next level that's harder and more pressure and more physical? Is that almost like the best way to prepare for the next big game? Yeah, I think, I think this week um, I think it's an emphasis on really a sense of urgency, right? Uh, you want to get out there. Uh, you want to start the game faster. You want to start the game better. Obviously, defensively, uh, can't have any blown coverages on the first series. Um, Got to be able to tackle and get off the field on the first series. And uh, so uh, I think that's our mindset. Uh, so I think it was good to kind of go down 24 nothing uh, last week. And obviously, to, to win that game was, was good. But um, uh, I think it, you know, it gave us some coaching points, uh, gave us some things that uh, we could work on. And um, so uh, that's what we're going to do this week. Tyron, I was curious what you were going through your head when you were watching these guys play in the AFC Championship last week, probably on the TV where you were at, and you didn't know you'd be coming here. What's it like now that this is kind of something that you're finally getting a chance to do, that you've watched your team and now you've watched them probably last year, get a chance to be a part of it? Yeah, man, like I said, man, so grateful um, for the opportunity um, to, to really be in this position. Um, obviously, I knew when I came here, it was going to be a lot of hard work to, to get back to this point. Um, you know, uh, so really, really more, not, not so proud of myself, but proud of everybody around me. Um, uh, the commitment that everybody really had, uh, even our younger guys. Um, I think everybody's committed, um, and I think the coaches are doing a great job as well. Aaron, on day one, uh, you were unafraid to just say, I'm, I'm here to be a leader. Uh, when you were voted a captain, you know, guys pointed to their helmet like, 
saying things like the swagger and the landlord. Do you feel like, I know you have more to play for, that you kind of accomplished that in a sense of becoming what you wanted to be? Yeah, and I, you know, I think ultimately, you know, um, you know, my, my job isn't done, you know, and I, and I think being a leader, uh, being a guy who has, you know, big picture goals, um, you know, I understand that, you know, in order to, to, to really accomplish something, you got to got to finish it. So uh, I think that's my mindset to to never really get caught up on, you know, being an all pro or being a leader or being a landlord. Obviously, it's good to kind of have those feelings and emotions. But uh, I think ultimately, you know, my, my only job here is to, to finish the job. If your steering wheel has more traction than your actual tires, that's a big O no. Thankfully, for all your car's big O no's, there's always a big O yes. Now through February 2nd, buy three, get one free on select sets of four Aspen Touring AS or Mesa AP2 brand tires with paid installation purchase. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Disposal fees extra and up to 10% shop fee based on non-discounted regular retail price not to exceed $35 where permitted. See store for pricing. Eligibility may vary. Not valid with other offers. At participating locations, no cash value. Hey, it's Blair. Hey, we have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners. Unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Stars award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns we have to offer. And it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. For your convenience, your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50, unless you tell us to cancel. A lot of subscription services won't tell you that. They'll just sneak it on there. We just told you. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. J.D., how, how valuable is your experience in these games and how have you tried to take advantage of uh, well, that's a good question. I mean, I've, I, um, I've done, I have done a few of these, and uh, um, you know, we try to keep it as normal as we possibly can as far as the schedule goes for the players, um, so they can get their work done and stay within the routine of how they get themselves prepared. Um, likewise, with the coaches, the best you can without having to travel up to do press conferences and that. So um, I, I try to stick to that, but I've, I've again, I've done that. During the time I understand, I've been there. I understand how fast the game is. I mean, I can tell you that from experience, and uh, the magnitude of it obviously is uh, every time you take a step up in the playoffs. It's obviously, uh, still single elimination, but the magnitude's bigger, I guess you'd say. Yeah, he'll do some work. Yeah, he'll he'll work. Um, yeah, well, I mean, today's a, you know a little bit lighter day, so see, feels better this week than he did last week, so um, that's a good thing. But we'll see. We'll give him the stuff he needs done and get that work in. Let me do what they ask, but your team's one and eight record against Titans. Is there a common thread through that? They've seen, they've seen crazy games and some really strange bounces with theirs. Yeah, um, yeah, they're all different. Uh, heck of a record, though, isn't it? Not <laughs> very good. I mean, Ted was telling me about it. I, I, I normally don't keep track of those things, but Ted reminded me before I got in here that you guys would ask. So uh, we got to do. I got to do better on my end. Uh, my players, they, they've won more games than I have against them, you know some of these guys. So, so you know, I'm just going to bank on them. 
Andy, you mentioned the other day it seems to parallel between with Patrick's influences on the team and the offense and, and Tyler's influence too. I, I wonder if you might be able to elaborate on that. What's what are the common denominators between between both the room and those sides of the ball? Yeah, um, they're very similar personalities, um, different backgrounds and all that. I mean, you know, they're different people. So, but their ability to lead men, I, I think, uh, is common. Um, they're, they've got an easy way about them where they can analyze a situation and come, come to the players with clarity on it, um, good communication skills. And, uh, I think both of them love to play. You know, I always joke to Badger that we just kind of unlock the cage and he makes all these funny noises, comes out and plays his tail off. But he's a tremendous communicator and loves the game. And like Patrick, he studies like crazy to make sure he gets everything down. And, uh, and then he's got those instincts. So they're, they're very similar in those areas. Did you say something about both of them that they, in their first years of really playing with a team that they can play such a prominent role in terms of their voices? Yeah, there are different levels in their career, age by age and years. Um, but I think that common denominator is that leadership and feeling comfortable in their own skin. Uh, uh, so I'm, they're not afraid to step out. They don't worry about what anybody else thinks or says or does. Um, they know right from wrong, and, uh, and however they got to that point, they know that, and uh, and so they're able to communicate that and make sure that the locker room is right. And we have other guys, too, that are good leaders, too, in there. So that, that very helpful. That was Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. Here's linebacker Anthony Hitchens on the Chiefs' defensive priority number one, stopping Titans running back Derrick Henry. Later, you'll hear Hitchens speak to the nonverbal communication he's developed with safety Teran Matthew. Yeah, it's going to take a lot of uh, a lot of us, you know, hitting him and tackling him more than one guy. Uh, he's a big guy, strong, physical, uh, uh, all the tools, you know, uh, and that's why he's running, you know, wild right now. So uh, it's going to take, uh, you know, all of us hitting him and wrapping him up and trying to get him down. But. He seems to carry like five people with him. And get a few more yards after that. Yeah. Is there a way to keep that from happening? Yeah, you guys just take his legs out. We talked all week to kill the engine. Uh, hit him as his, his thighs and his legs, uh, chop him down. Um, when you tackle him high, he tends to, you know, carry you for about five more yards. So um, hit him low and um, all legal within the game, but just you got to just hit him lower. Anthony, what tells you you guys are in better position now to slow him down and play better against that team mm-hmm. than you did the last time around? Yeah, uh, our our teams grew so much since then. Uh, we top defense in the past couple of weeks, our past six seven weeks. So, um, and we've been we've been focusing on the details of our our, our defense. Uh, it's very detailed. Uh, and one guy miss a, a assignment or a gap, you can get gashed. Just like we played them last uh, last time, we hold them pretty good for three and a half quarters, and he busts with a seventy yard run on us. So. Uh, Try not to let that happen again and play uh, four quarters of great defense, and I think we'll be all right. I mean, there's been this video going around where Travis and Patrick, they're sort of thinking the same. Do you get the sense that basically communication this year that maybe you and Tyron have a similar sense now where you can kind of feel, have to feel for each other? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I could think of a couple of plays where uh, there were times in practice where my guy went to the flat real fast. I could just picture this last week, and he actually took my guy, and I stopped mid-play and then took his guy. It was just one of those, and then when I seen that happen, I'm like, okay, now we're kind of like 
playing off each other and we're drilling and stuff like that. And uh, and we got one mindset uh, as a defense and pretty much as a team. So uh, a lot of guys are thinking alike and. Uh, it's pretty much just, you know, show up and compete and uh, get guys lined up so we all can play fast. Is that simply reps, or do you think maybe there's a special connection, a special type of player? Like, what leads to that? Uh, it's just reps, uh, being around each other, um, playing, just playing ball. Uh, it, it takes it takes a lot. You can, that don't happen overnight. Uh, the more time you spend with each other and um, play in a lot of games uh, and practice, you know, reps, every, every rep counts. So uh, it just keeps building and building. That was Chiefs linebacker Anthony Hitchens. Here's offensive tackle Mitchell Schwartz, who always has something interesting to say. In this interview, he was asked if it helped knowing the Chiefs were capable of overcoming a large deficit like they did last week in Houston. I think you'll be surprised and enlightened by his answer. I'd say not really, because if we didn't already believe that, we wouldn't have been able to come back. And so, if anything, it could be counterproductive where you just think too highly and... and you, know, you don't necessarily work quite as hard throughout the week as oh, we got this. If it, you know something happens, we'll be okay. But um, you know, I think you know we didn't prove anything to ourselves last week. You know, I think we always had that belief, and so um, you know, just because it kind of gets the external view, that doesn't really change. You know, what we already know. In what specific way, in what specific ways have you guys benefited from Andy's experience in the game? Yeah, I mean, it's huge. He's, he's kind of been there and pretty much done it all. And so, um, you know, having him on the sideline and, uh, you know, people have asked, you know, what was said, you know, during the first quarter, what's going on over there. And to me, the biggest thing was nothing really out of the ordinary. You know, he didn't um, throw a fit. No one was going crazy. We just, um, you know, just keep going, keep plugging. I mean, we know that, you know, we're good enough and we're playing well to, um, well, not necessarily put up that many points every time, but, you know, we're, we're pretty good when we're playing well. And so, like, just gets back to the trust issue and, um, you know, being able to have trust in the head coach to keep believing in us, keep calling the plays that, um, you know, I mean, we had guys open the whole uh, first quarter. We just weren't uh, executing. And so, um, you know, he just kept giving us the awesome play calls. And obviously, uh, you know, he's the best at that. That'll do it for a busy day on Sportsbeat KC presented by Big O Tires, the Kansas City Stars daily sports podcast. Hey, the Stars are working hard to bring you the best coverage of the Chiefs in the playoffs with columns, feature stories, special sections, up-to-date news, photos, videos, and this daily podcast. We do it for you. Thanks to Randy Mason and Derek Donovan for producing today's show, and links to stories can be found in the show notes on KansasCity.com and the Red Zone Extra app. We'll be back on Thursday, talking Chiefs. Hope you'll join us.